Endgame, Miggy seen it twice. Yes. <sighs> well, we didn't watch it like five minutes ago. So just saying. Yeah. We watched over the weekend. No, wait. Was it the weekend? Yes, the weekend. <laughs> Woohoo! Anyway, um. I, mean, I caught it premiere night. Yeah, premiere night was my birthday night. Well, no, not my birthday birthday, but it was birthday. the eve of my birthday. So, fuck and that shit. <laughs> so I'm not gonna back. watch it that. Anyway, Miggy watched it. My sister, it was her birthday present to me. And I watched it this, the first Saturday yeah. of it. Well, um, opening, opening weekend. Yeah, opening weekend. Still, you know, fun. We were um, sitting a ways away from each other. Yeah, I, I was, was sitting like all the way back. Maybe I was, was sitting all the way front. <laughs> uh, because, you know. It was hilarious. Anyway, I cried a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go into this movie expecting that you won't like tear up at least a little, then you're heartless. You're cold, man. You are cold. Anyway, welcome to Sodium Exposure. I'm Rika. And I'm Miggy. And, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything. And whatever. everything that we want. Because it's <laughs> our show. And you almost went to this like copyright territory. Anyway. <laughs> um if you haven't noticed already, this is gonna be the spoilerific endgame end episode. Um <gasps> Like 22, 22? 22 movies 22 across. Movies, if my across like over a decade of movies for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Congratulations, yeah. Marvel and was, um, I guess wow. Disney. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Um, if memory serves, they did not like. They were bought by Disney before any of this was actually put into place. Yeah, so Marvel, the Marvel Disney thing happened during during phase one. During phase one. Yeah, cool. Cool. So at least after the Ang Lee Hulk. <clears throat> oh yeah, after that after one. After several... After the, 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 um, yeah. After several X-Men films, a couple of, um, after the original 1979 Captain America. <laughs> you know, I remember watching that one. I remember watching it too. I remember a lot of old shit. Nobody understand this. What? No, I was a kid when I saw it, so I was like, I don't understand this. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got a shield and a helmet, but yeah, there was Captain a lot of Captain America. The seventies and eighties, when he came to film, that I did not get. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's kind of unbelievable that we're here. Yeah, um it all started what? Uh two thousand eight with the first Iron Man movie. Yep. Yeah, I remember watching that. It was kinda of fun. Yeah. I-, I remember, you know, that there was a lot of controversy regarding Robert Downey Jr. being casted for it, yeah. For it, especially since, you know, he was I don't know, just out of jail, I think? He was. And then he got casted for um, for Tony Stark, and it caused such an uproar. There were a lot of... I, I remember when... Back then, I was like, Iron Man, what do I know about him? Like, he's, he's basically Batman. But with an iron... Yeah. Well, he Minus does... the angst plus alcoholism. 
He still kind of does have a bit of angst. Yes, but his angst is very different from my parents are dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the movie that started it all, I guess. I don't I know. Did, did you? I think when they started, did you think that it would really come to this kind of movie ending with Endgame? You know, I had zero expectations for Iron Man. That's because I was coming off of um, the very disappointing, like a few, like a few years before mm-hmm. X Men: The Last Stand happened. It was very disappointing, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, so Fox tried with Fox tried with the X Men, and then there was the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. I, I was actually like so young that I thought the Fantastic Four movies were a revelation because I'd never seen the Fantastic Four outside of like cartoons mm. and we're talking like the, the old cartoon the old 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 super yeah. um, sanitized cartoons, cartoons that was shown that was airing on Cartoon Network that I could never make heads or tails of because you know they never had all the detail on Ben Grimm's body what do you mean they didn't have the detail? Yeah. Like you know how like, he's supposed to be like craggy. Yeah, and stuff? there was detail on it. Not a lot. Do you remember the old Spider-Man? Cartoon? Yeah, but it was kind of like that. Yeah, but you know, animation back then versus animation now, it fair. makes sense. Fair, 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 <laughs> fair. But yeah, um, Iron Man in OA, Marvel's first self-financed film. Yeah. I had zero expectations going in. Same. I had zero because um, I grew up with DC and I have little to zero knowledge about Marvel. So the Iron Man, I mean, aside from, you know, X-Men and, The, the ones that know, come up more often. Yeah. But, you know, I have some exposure to Marvel, so I know who they are yeah. technically, but like but beyond... beyond you know that general everybody else kind of knowledge yeah. there's literally nothing in it for me so that was me coming into the whole marvel cinematic universe yeah and um i don't think i expected to be attached yeah when you go into a film <laughs> franchise mean, you never really expect to yeah be attached especially like you you come from a dc background mm-hmm I mean, I'm, I still, you know, I'm a very casual comic book reader. I don't read comics religiously as everybody else. I'm, I read them when I feel like reading them. Mm-hmm. Or and you when, read them you know, by arc. Yeah. You don't I read go them for by the arc. Singles. I don't. I used to go for singles, but you know, life happened, yeah. and um, new Fifty Two happened. Flashpoint happened. We will talk about that at some point. <laughs> but yeah, but we'll we, talk know, about that. I know you and I are very salty over the new 52. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about some th- that sometime else because we're going to talk about um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially and the Endgame. Sanity that is Endgame. I mean, wow, 22 movies. Holy, you know. That's a lot shit, of movies. I mean, okay, it's. It's a lot of movies, but they were making movies for like two movies every year for the past 10, 11, 11 years. 11 years. So that's, yeah, that's a lot of movies. 
Feige, you beautiful genius. Right? I mean, with the, I mean, even with all the directorial changes and, and the stuff. Deals they had to make. Yeah, and the deals they had to make, and the. Starting I mean, kid. Disney bought freaking Fox just for. <laughs> just to consolidate. Just, just for Spider Man, I think. No, they didn't. The deal. They made a deal with Sony for Spider-Man. Oh yeah, they had a deal with Sony for Which is still in place, which is why we have Venom. Yeah. And, uh, no, they had a deal with Fox for um, the, the X-Men. Maximoffs. The Specifically for the Maximoffs. But now... But now they have they've, Fox. They've officially so, purchased Fox. Which, I don't know, I think it's... I, I feel like it puts um, Dark Phoenix in a very precarious... Right now. You do understand. Well, here's the thing. I have a theory. Mm. I've been harboring this in for a while. Let it go, Maggie. Hey, um, hey, Disney reference. Hey. Well, we're talking Marvel. Marvel's Fair. Disney, so whatevs. Um. <laughs> yeah. Dark Phoenix went in for a lot of reshoots. Yeah, because. What if those reshoots involve the MCU? What if it also involved the whole Fox Disney thing that, you know, Disney wanted their fingers in that pie? Fair. But also, my problem with Dark Phoenix as a film is that I haven't gotten to know the new... The new Scott, the new Gene. And then you throw in the Phoenix. Yeah, Yeah. it's the Phoenix immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, you you gave, like, it would have been... Better to do Krakoa, so that you I could. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. There was this arc with the whole living island thing, and the first uh-huh. five original students uh-huh. went and, missing, I and mean, he had to bring in a second batch, which included the Maximoff twins, etc., yeah. etc. Et but Fox's X Men is like Mystique as a good guy. I mean. Yeah, that that kind of threw me a bit off because I know Mystique is a villain. Mystique is more anti Or, like, she's... She's, like, um... What's that group in Batman where the villains are kind of also... Suicide Squad. Yeah, there you go. Um, she's very that, Mm -hmm. but also no. Like, she's... She's almost as old as Wolverine is. Yeah. Right? So... They're very, both. she's very morally gray. The same way that Logan is not hesitant to like stab someone if it saves the world. Yeah. Right. Which is what happened in a lot of things, as as far as I know. In the last stand. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's my theory for that. But here we are, um, post Daredevil, you know. And everything. Oh, I'm right. actually one of those people who actually like. The Ben Affleck, the bat, the the Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it for what it was, especially mm-hmm. because they actually had the vision, like this vision of um, the kingpin not being white. Oh. Mm. And he was portrayed by someone with the gravitas to make it work. Yeah, but we're talking about the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, yes. which includes Iron Man, Captain America. Okay. Um, let me tell you about 
John Favreau as a director. Uh huh. I enjoy a lot of his work. One of my mm-hmm. favorite movies that he's ever done is mm-hmm. Chef. Mm-mm. Yes. Second, then only by Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chef was like. Chef my, was beautiful. One, Chef is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Ever. It does like it's not time. even the food. It's the story. Yeah. Of how mm-hmm. he goes from executive chef to like traveling the country with John Leguizamo and his son. Yeah. But the way he did the Iron Man was like. That was good. That was. That was a good introduction, actually. That was a, yeah. That was a great introduction to the character. Like you don't mm-hmm. you don't give us the origin story. The same exactly the same that it was done in the comic books, but you still involve like yeah, uh, Yen, ten rings. I don't know what ten rings is. Uh, ten rings is. <laughs> Was it in the movie? Yes, it was. Maybe I was it was the terrorist organization oh, kidnapped terror- Tony in the okay, first place. Okay. But they I don't are think they were by the Mandarin. Okay. But he's not in this film, mm. and they kind of threw away the whole. Oh God, the whole Mandarin thing! It was like a huge. But you did watch the actual short film, the... Tale to the King. Yeah, maybe no, I don't know. Okay, um, <laughs> let's skip forward. A I don't, anyway, yeah. Skip forward okay. a little to Iron Man 3. We all know that the twist was uh, Ben King, the amazing Ben Kingsley, mm. is the Mandarin, yes. but he's not the really the Mandarin. Mandarin yeah. Because the Mandarin is um, Aldrich Killian. But after that, while Trevor Slattery, who is um, Ben Kingsley, yeah. is being transported to a secure location uh-huh. for imprisonment. Uh-huh. He is broken out and taken to the actual Mandarin. Oh. So, you know, the Mandarin is real. Mm. Except that he's not Tony's main antagonist in the same way that we all know that Baron Mordo is Doctor Strange's main antagonist. He's there. Mm-hmm. We're not shown Who? the face of the yeah. Mandarin. For all we know, he skins Trevor Slattery and takes his face. Who knows? But yeah, um, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. Like, I remember watching it and coming out of that cinema like, huh? I enjoyed it, but I love Captain America more. Not that is... America's ass. To be fair, it wasn't that developed yet. Well, no, it was. It was he was actually on. much bigger in the first Avenger than he was in... Endgame. They all like. Yeah, the glutes kind of developed. Both Chris Hemsworth and um, <laughs> I cannot remember his name right now. Evans. Chris Evans. <laughs> so my brain was jumping to Chris Pine for some reason. <laughs> wrong, wrong Chris. <laughs> wrong Chris. There's so many of them. There are at least three of them here. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. Anyway. But um, yeah, America's ass. It's a damn fine ass. Oh, um, <laughs> let's talk about, well, before we talk about America's ass, let's talk about Rhodey, War Machine. What about Rhodey? You don't remember that he wasn't, like, Terrence Howard. <laughs> like, Terrence Howard oh, was yeah, the first the first, Yeah, and then they and changed. Then they yeah, changed. Casting, casting shit happened. But, like, Terrence Howard was the perfect roadie. There was such a difference between the swagger that Terrence Howard had versus Don Cheadle's swagger. 
like you know Iron Man rocks and I'm like hmm I sorry War Machine rocks in the Iron Paint hmm that was a choice <laughs> but yeah but I don't know things like that happen a lot in Iron uh, yeah. things like that happen a lot in Hollywood so I guess we can't really control these kinds of things mm-hmm. but I think Endgame still was a really amazing way to end it's not over yet I know but it's a great way to end 11 years of filmmaking yeah no it's I know it's not over yet <laughs> But you know, the, yeah, the, yeah, the okay, first yeah, 11 yeah, years, it's a great way to end that arc. Okay. Because of, you know, I mean, uh, partially it's because of the contracts and everything. A lot of contracts ended, um, a lot of contracts aren't being renewed and stuff. Yeah. So, I really think it's a, it was a good, you know, way to tie those loose ends up in a way i mean we're not gonna see the end of like everybody we're still gonna have i I, um there's still gonna be another spider-man there's gonna be guardians of the galaxy volume three yeah i'm sure it's not the end of black panther and captain marvel yeah Doctor Strange. Doc, there, there's yeah, there's Doctor Strange. We're getting a Shang-Chi um, movie, which that one is another one that's left field, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I mean, there's still more to expect from uh, from Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, they got Fox for some reason. Yeah. And that opens up a whole new thing. Maybe, maybe we'll even get an actual. Civil War this time around and not just, you know, the Civil War that we got for Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Civil right? War was supposed civil to be... Civil War, yeah, I was ex- I was actually expecting... You were expecting more out of it. A little more because I know that Civil War spanned the entirety of the comic book universe for Marvel. So that included the mutants and everybody Yeah, else, as much as right? they tried to stay so, out of it. Yeah, as much as they tried to stay out of it, but yeah, it's a it's a big thing, right? That, that was actually the event that fractured the Fantastic Four. Exactly. That's why I kind of like when they announced Captain America: Civil War. I was like, how are they gonna do it? Where are the mutants? The mutants are in a different um, yeah, yeah, yeah. studio yeah, I entirely, that. right? I, so, I, I have those questions. I as mean, well. that the way they handled that kind of civil war made sense. Yes. Because. It was it was a civil war for the current uh, Avengers roster, but not the whole Marvel cinematic, uh, n- not the whole Marvel comic book. But it was also yeah, the vehicle that introduced your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and Prince T'Challa. Yeah, which is kind of great. I mean, the the the, the I remember seeing it and being amazed that they actually got. A Spider-Man. How did you feel about his suit, though? Uh, the first one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. I'm not. You I'm didn't not... mind the black piping or anything like no? that, because I remember there was this whole. People were like. People. You, you will know how nit- nit- are. nitpick a lot of 
tiny stupid details that don't really that don't really matter because this is an entirely new take so what the hell yeah right it's the same way that they were like what is what the hell is with the amazing spider-man suit now me i like those interpretations of the suit yeah like um especially with the civil war the mm -hmm. star tech suit the black broke up the red and blue nicely. Yeah. Plus they had the whole Ditko eyes thing going on. I liked it. That was lovely. I liked it. But yeah, uh, you remember the first Avenger and... Uh, you mean Captain yeah, America. Captain America. The first Avenger. Yeah, the first Avenger. Yeah. You know, seeing super skinny Chris Evans was kind of uncanny valley for me. At the time, it was. <laughs> Because it was so weird! Like, it was so weird because you know he's not even that skinny. Even at his skinniest, yeah, he's not that skinny. Like, what the hell? And then, and then you know, he buffed up for it. And I'm like, yes. And then you have Hayley Atwell who's like, you know gorgeous she's acting lady. but still, but still like... <sighs> she is a gorgeous lady. I feel like she already liked, like, I feel like um, Peggy Carter already had a bit of a crush on... Um, skinny, yeah, yeah, skinny on Steve skinny Rogers. Ro on skinny Steve. Skin skinny Steve. On skinny Steve, and then yeah. she was just like, on one hand, the scientist in her was like, oh, the experiment worked. On the other hand, let me know, touch those pecs. I would too. <laughs> I would too. Oh. I definitely. <laughs> you wanna know the? Okay. There are a lot of actors in the MCU. Some of them are one-offs. A lot of them are not. Mm -hmm. um, but they pull in like Oscar-nominated actors. Like, yeah. Like even though they're like, yeah, they have like five like minutes screen time. Yeah. Doctor Erskine is enough. Um, <laughs> I'm not great with names. See, I'm like, I'm like, I confuse this guy with Paul Giamatti all the time. I'm I'm bad with putting names to faces. Yeah, so have to, yeah. Especially that. since this is like real actor people. Yeah, but sorry, the, I don't know all of you. Um, give give Abraham us five. Erskine. Damn it, the name is not coming to Who's me. Who's Erskine again? The the the, the Stanley Tucci. Oh. Which one was he? The doctor who. Walks Steve through the process of Project Rebirth. You don't recognize him under under the beard because he doesn't usually have a beard. That's Paul Giamatti, who usually has the full beard. That's why he's like a little unrecognizable because he's all scraggly and shit. Okay, okay. The Stanley Tucci you might be you might remember more is Easy A Stanley Tucci or Hunger Games Stanley Tucci. Yeah, probably Hunger Games Stanley Tucci. With the blue hair and the fake tan. What a, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you've got those kinds of actors here. You've got Neil McDonough. He's in Captain America. You know him better as um, Legends of Tomorrow villain. Uh, duh, which one? He was an Arrow villain first. Deadshot? Dead no, not Deadshot. I don't know th these names. Don't, don't the other racial ghoul, I guess. No. Um, the other racial ghoul. The one with the actual telepathic powers. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
enough of that. You like you got the likes of Neil McDonough, Sebastian Stan, Dominic Cooper, mm. as Howard Stark, no less. Like I actually didn't think that Sebastian Stan. I mean, at first I didn't think that he make a good Bucky, uh-huh. but after after watching him and like. Yes. But did you think of him more as Bucky, or did you see did you see it better when he was the Winter Soldier? I think I liked him better as the Winter Soldier than as Cap's but, friend Bucky because yeah. he was already too rough and tumble to begin yeah. with. But then you know, um, post Winter Soldier, Bucky was also pretty great. He was also really great. Very, <laughs> like, arm angst. Yes. Arms, yes. Arms, yes. <laughs> it was really good though, and that you know that the, the final scene in Endgame, before, you know, before the, the, the whole the, yeah, just him and Steve hugging it out and like I'll miss you and like. I think he knew. I I, I had a feel. I have a feeling. I mean, they're kind of like. They they're on the same wavelength. Yeah, they've always where... they've always been on that kind of same wavelength. Yeah, if you didn't know any better, you would say that they're not just friends. If you didn't know any better, yeah. you know the kind of wavelength yeah, yeah, yeah. that some boys have. Some, some girls too. <laughs> yeah. Now you are they a thing? No, they're not. They don't seem to be that. They're a thing. They're just really that close. Mm-hmm. That's what those two were. Mm-mm. But you do you do realize that. The first Captain America, the first Avenger, is the fifth entry. Fifth? Yeah. It's a bit. Yeah, the first one was Iron Man. Uh-huh. After that was Ed Norton. Oh, the the Hulk. The Hulk, the Incredible Hulk yeah. with Ed Norton. After that was Iron, and then Iron Man Two, which was mm-hmm. still directed by John Favreau, Favre, which yeah. quite looked like I that. I think uh, Iron Man Two was that was the one with the big donut, right? Where Iron yes. Man. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember much of that, but we I mean, introduced just to the just Black the donut, Widow yeah. In that film, all all I remember was the giant donut scene where Iron Man was on top of that, and or in the in the hole, and, then... and like, sir, please step down from the donut. Yeah, that. In that, that I'm so done with you, Nick Fury voice. That's the one thing I remember from Iron Man. See, so that's I. Okay, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Nick Fury in Marvel. Comics, the cinematic, uh, sorry, the main Marvel universe mm-hmm. is white. Yeah, I know. And well, yeah, they know only they only changed him like after MCU. They brought on a new character, Nick Fury Jr. But whatever. Which is weird. Um, <laughs> same banana. Same banana. But then, yeah, we were introduced to Miss Natalie Rushman. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be Natalia Romanova, agent of Shield. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! And I remember looking at her hair and like it. It felt weird because it had that weird curl kind of thing. It going wasn't on. like crimped. It wasn't like permed. Yeah. Was it, was, it permed? I don't know. It was weird. It was probably a wig. It was a terrible choice. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted red with natural curls, you'd have you could have gone with red with natural curls and not like perm. Yeah, but natural perm. curls on a redhead is like 
a firm this I know, but I I think I'd rather go with a crimpy kind of hair red hair style with you know not not what we had in the movies because that was a mess. I think that was like at least at least a really in, bad wig. At least in Iron Man too. By yeah. the time we get to see her but then, again in the but Avengers, then, yeah. it looks great. But when great, we see right? her again, it's like a much better hair. And we still don't know what Budapest is. We're introduced to Budapest in the Avengers, but you know, after what? Iron Man 2, yeah, I mean, Thor. What the hell is Budapest? At this uh, point, I'm like, you know, if they're making a Black Widow and Hawkeye movie, the plot had better be Budapest or I'm boycotting. Ugh. Oh, it just has to be. Just give us Budapest. Yes. You don't even have to call it Hawkeye and Black Widow. Just Marvel's Budapest. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, whatever. But I also want to know if they have, if she, if Black Widow actually does have a connection with um, Winter Soldier. Because I think they've hinted at it. Quite a few times already. Yeah. And I know that in the comics that they're kind of, sort of. Well, they had a thing. They had the thing because you know. Um, yeah, they they Matt, kind of also yeah. I don't I, I don't understand what the comics was, but you know I know they had a thing in the comics. I don't know if they brought that over to the cinematic universe but it I was kind of was hinted romance. right i don't know if it was romance though i don't remember what it was i don't like i said i'm a super casual reader i don't read everything it was like i i, I remember in the winter soldier it was like uh I, I don't remember the exact line but at least it was like at least tell me you remember me kind of something like that something like something that, that but she did say that you know um he shot her during one of her missions yeah so maybe that was it i don't know who knows we will never know not for a while uh, until everything is revealed uh yeah yeah um okay and um thor thor i did not expect to like thor this much really well the dark world was kind of the Dark World was eh, but the, the first and the third. It's like the the only reason, the only reason I watched Thor was because of Tom Hiddleston. Fair, but you know I didn't expect to like Thor that much. Like you remember in the first wow. movie, they were like so baby faced, especially Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he looked like a teenager. No, he no not. Teenagers is a stretch, maybe. Is it a stretch? Yeah, maybe he looked like someone in his twenties. Okay, fine. He looked super young. Yeah, but they they all looked super young. Now I kind of want to watch all um, Marvel movies. You know, I watched it like in the months leading up. I was I was trying my hardest to not like marathon it every weekend. Mm -hmm. So it's like one or two movies a week per weekend. That's still a lot. I mean, we're talking about 21 movies before Endgame. Yeah, I started early this year. Yeah, I just didn't have the time, mm. I guess. Mm. I mean, I, although, you know, I did kind of watch. I watched 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, not in the cinemas, because I missed it. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on uh, Netflix. I think it was on Netflix. Was it on Netflix or was it on Fox Plus? Uh, either or. There are a lot of streaming services now. Yeah. For all you know, you could have watched on one of those local apps by accident. I like don't free think trial. I don't have local apps. Did you? I had a free, I had a free trial the one, and I was like watching the nanny. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then we are brought to the first Avengers. Mm. Um, this is the end of phase one. Yeah, when they introduced uh most everybody, right? Uh, you have Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, and in those four movies, you also we also got uh, cameos of Black Widow and Hawkeye and Nick Fury. Maria and Hill was the only one who wasn't introduced, yeah. I think, before. Before, yeah, Avengers. I think she was introduced in the Avengers, the Avengers movie yeah. itself. Like, huh? Obi Smulders. Still hot. <laughs> yeah. The Avengers. Um. I like the first Avengers movie. I enjoyed it. It was it was very comic booky for me. Uh huh. Yeah. It was very comic booky for me, even with the whole aliens and everything. <clears throat> I I like the fact that it was there were a lot of homages to stuff. Mm-hmm. And. You know, as the MCU progressed, and you you have you look back at like the Battle of New York, you're like, where the hell was everyone at this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who was here? Who was here? Who was here? Yeah. And then it came to a head in Endgame. <laughs> yeah, you actually. Yeah, that was a good um, tie-in. 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 Yeah. A good tie-in. way to answer some of the yeah, questions. Yeah, some of the questions and like. Like how Loki ended up with his mouth. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was a hilarious scene. I loved it. Thor was just like, <laughs> not like it would have stopped him. I think it didn't stop him actually. Uh-huh. It didn't. Well, I mean, Loki with all of his trickster powers, he's also a god. He he, he controls illusions and stuff. I don't think a pair of handcuffs and a Asgardian. mouth guard. I don't. Here. Still. Hey, the only reason he managed to get away was because he had the, the Tesseract. Ah, uh, well, that's still a thing. I'm, I'm still hoping that we get more Hiddleston and Loki. He's in getting the his own series. I know, but like, what point in time is the series gonna happen? Is it? I don't know. Is it like? in the middle of all of this or well, is it gonna be post endgame i mean you're, are, you're they, looking... are, are we getting like lady loki or kid loki or all of you all know, of that it would be crazy if we got kid loki like who would play kid loki i don't know who would play lady loki oh natalie dormer I don't know. I don't know. She doesn't have the same cheekbones as Tom Hiddleston. But she's got cheekbones. Yeah. And that crooked, mischievous grin of hers. We'll see. I don't. There's still nothing. Not. I mean, not a lot about the location. I think we have to wait until um, 
SDCC at least. Yeah. For anything regarding Marvel. For anything, yeah. Because uh, what comes after Endgame? Far From Home. Oh, that's the Spider-Man. Yeah, it's the bookend for Phase 3, which mm-hmm. has the most movies. Yeah, Phase 1. Uh, phase 1 is and six movies. Which movies are those? Iron, Iron Man, Man, Incredible um, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and the Avengers. Okay, that's phase one. Phase two is also six movies. Iron, starting with Iron Man 3, uh-huh. Thor, The Dark World, mm-hmm. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, yeah, Winter Soldier. Guardians uh, of the Galaxy, yeah. Okay. Avengers, Age of Ultron. Oh, right. Yeah, they had to do Ultron. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's, you know. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Um, I enjoyed it. And I liked how they put um, the whole Tony angst about the Avengers dying. Yeah. There. You can, you, can, like, you can thank Scarlet Witch for that, actually. She's the one who messed with his head. Hey, it almost kind of... Came, come. It almost kind of came true. Tenses. <laughs> it and, almost and came true. Yes. To be fair, though, I I love I, I mean, love Age of Ultron mostly because James Spader was Ultron and he's got mm-hmm. this. His, just his voice has this mm-hmm. stupid, silky, kind of slimy. Yeah, I I I love I love the Ultron snark versus Tony. He's like Ultron is very much Tony's son in this. Yeah. If you look at I, it I, like that. Yeah, that's why I loved it. I loved every single moment of it. Fair. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. And in Iron Man three, we're introduced. And you know, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Too soon? It's been years, Miggy. <laughs> I don't care. It's been nearly five years. It's still going to be too soon. <laughs> that you didn't see that coming. Wow, <laughs> you're really gonna, you're really trying to hurt me this time around, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's my coping mechanism. Fine. Fine. I'm still coping from my feelings from M game. Okay. It's um, <laughs> yeah. I I really didn't think I'd be emotionally emotionally invested in the characters. I mean, I'm still disappointed that we didn't get a lot of Loki. <laughs> you were hoping for a big reveal. Right? Yeah, I was. Like suddenly, like, like yeah, and I still have a lot of questions actually. But yeah. Like. I know that in the comics, Nebula had a, a bigger role um, in the whole Thanos snap. Yeah. Um, she had a much bigger role in that. She was and, the one. Who... Um, yeah, I know she was the one who undid the than the initials, the initial, bleh, the initial Thanos snap, but they didn't really do that in. Uh, this film. We came close. Like, you know. Yeah. 
But I, I, a lot of people probably thought that when she, yeah, that she was gonna. Same, but you know, I think her character, I think Nebula's character development in the cinematic universe was pretty good. For all the limited screen yeah, time, yeah, with with the, with the limited screen time that she has, from it's, Guardians One, Guardians Two, and Infinity, Infinity War. War. You see that there is growth. It's a testament to how well Karen Gillian is capable of acting. Yeah, and probably how the writers made her, mm. made Nebula. I mean, I don't know, re- I really don't know what the difference is between this Nebula and the comic book Nebula, so... Um, yeah, no, same. Cause There's, I think she's less cybernetic in the comics, I don't... Like, I don't follow Guardians of the Galaxy actively. Like, you know, if people can answer that part for us, that'd be great. <laughs> Please do. Please, Please educate do. me. Please I'm educate kind us. of dumb when it comes to Marvel. Like, because I'm mostly Spider-Man fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I really thought that they would go the Nebula way when for the snap because she has a lot of Thanos angst. But we also know that Tony is, you know, Tony's still angry about the whole thing. Yeah. And he's, he really does have a lot of um, Avengers angst, especially after Ultra, the... Civil War. The, yeah. Yeah. The Sokovia Accords was kind of the worst for me. Mm-hmm. Like... No, because he was only acting because of the images, the the the, the bad um, images that he saw thanks to Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So and and I think that's that's pretty much the biggest um, reason why he's done a lot of the things he did. From uh, Ultron up to this point in Endgame. Yeah, it's it's not one hundred percent vanity. Mm. It's it's also you know it's it's because he's too arrogant to say that he cares because he does care and far too much in fact. Yeah, and you know he he's not the type to go around people. Saying that he loves and cares for them. I mean, look at kind of like Rocket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at look at, and look at him and um, pe- pe- Pepper. Pe- pe- Pepper, yes. Yeah, that one kind of took forever. It was. Mm, it that the was the slow slowest, burn. slowest burn. I kind of like though how they managed to tie that up in Endgame. That was really sweet. It was really nice, and it still hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, the whole the, every scene with Tony and Pepper Potts is like the most heart wrenching. If you put it away, we'll be able to rest. And then her ending and her. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there's a whole lot of spoilers for Endgame <laughs> in this 
movie in this um episode. Oh, not again. I think no, I, I I can't start again. I cannot do this again. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't start the waterworks oh. again because my heart You know, you know how I, you know how Infinity War was at the towards the end of Infinity War, it was like a Hulk punch to the gut. Hmm. Times 100 for Infinity Fuck. Oh, you know what got me like with the water? What started me with all the waterworks was actually when Cap like it was the part where he was getting up and he was all beaten and bloody and you and know and the shield was busted and the shield was busted the shield was busted and everything and then and all of a sudden came on his radio all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden there was Cap, are you there yeah sam. there was sam on the radio and then you, and out of nowhere behind him on your left on your left and i was just fucker And then everybody came on, and then he was all Avengers. He said uh, the line. The line he's been waiting, waiting he's for. He's been waiting for this line since forever, and I started crying. And I'm crying now. The, the first time that they tried to pull it on us was, the, was at the end of Age of Ultron when they were introducing the new Avengers. Yeah. Like Cap was like almost Avengers, and then the movie cuts up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm I crying again. Like, Just that that one line got me so emotional. You you realize, of course, that I was the one who was like, yes, yes. I don't know. I was I was bawling like the entire back row where I was. We we just started crying and we were a chorus of tears and sobs. All the way to the end of the movie. I think we yeah until like until the end of the line. Yeah. Until like yeah. The whole the entire like last two rows in the back. We were just a chorus of sobs, uncontrollable sobs. You know, I actually Even thought, five minutes into the gosh darn movie, we were already sobbing. Oh my god, that opening that, that opening uh, part. Opening scene like, hurt me so much like oh no, Clint Barton. <laughs> You want to know how you traumatize an entire cinema? <laughs> Use that as your first five minutes of the film. And it doesn't even tell you that the movie's starting. There is no. Like, There's like you no, don't really get the splash of. Yeah, like. Marvel Studios. This was no warning. It came with no warning. Then, then again, the, the snap the kind of did come without warning. So like. Holy fuck my heart in the first five minutes. How can you do that to me? And remember, the last time we get to see the Barton family. They were happy. One, they were happy. Two, Nathaniel wasn't even... Yeah. Nathaniel was just about to be born. Yeah. He wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't even born yet. And, like, holy shit. But that was, that was a very... Okay, here's my thing about... Um, the Avengers. Mm. They're eventually like other heroes. Eventually, take on, younger heroes. Eventually, become their legacy as the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. They've teased a grand total of oh I don't know four or five possible 
successors. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, actually. But it's kind of, it'll be hard to do Young Avengers mm. because you don't have um, the four, the five main. Well, you have one. You have, like, there are six of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have five. And who are those? I mean, uh, I don't really. Kate Bishop, uh-huh. who is Hawkeye and Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Because they were married in the comics. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. They got divorced. Anyway, um, Speed and Wicked, mm-hmm. um, the reincarnated souls of Scarlet Witch's sons with the vision. Uh-huh. Hulkling, the half scree, half crawl son of Marvel. Ooh. Okay. An Iron Lad, who is actually Kang the Conqueror. Um. Teenage time traveling despot. Teenage version of a time traveling despot. Okay. But you do have one of the most important young Avengers there. One Ooh. of the founding members. Cassandra Lang. Oh! Right. Shit. And she's been aged up. Yeah. I mean, it's been like five years. She's the same. She's probably almost the same age as Peter is now. Mm-mm. Give or take a couple years. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Peter is like 16, 17. Yeah, but with the, you know, the time thingy well, they did. I have a bone to pick with the time thing. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's. It's science fiction no, it's comic a... book thing, but there are there isn't really any actual set rules of, rule about time travel except for the theories. So I'm pretty sure it's okay with. I mean, what they did was fine with me. Um, no, it's a small. There's just a lot of questions. It's a very tiny bone that yeah. I have to pick with time travel thing. So you're telling me that Peter's entire senior class got dusted. Entire class got dusted. I mean, if you know. It's, about, it's half the population. It's half the population. Of you the don't entire have, universe. It's, yeah. So y- you don't know who gets picked off and who doesn't. There's fair. probably gonna be a few of them who, you know, who survive. I'm. I'm and I'm a few, to bet you know. The vulture is older now. <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure they did a sweep of everything and everybody. Mm. And, I mean, Scott Lang you was... Know, you know what the whole thing was? The mm. other thing that we never got confirmation until they released posters for Endgame? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. We never saw yeah, we never. I don't think I... Yeah, I don't think anybody saw. Yeah. And then, Unless we missed it. In, no, we didn't miss it. In... Infinity War, we didn't miss uh, it. In, yeah. the, the only thing that we saw was her getting knocked out by um, Corvus Glaive. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we thought she was dead, turns <coughs> out she got dusted. Mm. There's a lot of questions about. I mean, time travel opens up a lot of. You know, it, it opens up a can of worms and um, a whole book of questions. But it also like, closed the door on some other questions. Ish. Like who was defending um, the other parts of New York? Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, there's still a lot of other questions like how the fuck does Steve Rogers go from I mean he goes back in time to return all the stones. Mm-hmm. And then he stays across time across space. Yeah. Probably used the space stone a lot. And then, you know, in the end, he finally gets that dance with Peggy. I'm pretty sure that he didn't go back to like 19, like right after he went mm-hmm. into the ice. He probably skipped up a few years. Yeah. Because I those mean, cars look sure. very 1950s, 1960s. I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, he did say he was going to get that life. He got some of that life that Tony was talking about. Yeah. And, you know, even oh. as an old man, he's still hot. That was... That was amazing. Did you know, you know, either either a little like Clint Eastwood. A bit. So I don't. I mean, that was really great makeup or CG or whatever. It's probably that both. Was, or, yeah, probably a mix of both. But that was really good. And you so know, at least we know what he's going to look like when he's a little older and creepier. Yeah, but that begs the question. Like, has it been? I mean, has Peggy's husband been Steve all this time? There's a very real possibility that it was Steve all this time, or it was quantum uncertainty. Yeah, or was it like, like a like, Schrodinger's, like a Schrodinger's, um, Schrodinger's cap, like Aid said? Yeah. I'm of the opinion because, he, be, because we never saw who. There were never any photos. Yes, of of Peggy's husband. All we know is that she was married. Mm-hmm. And. This kind of makes the whole Agent 13 Steve Rogers kiss a little weird to me now. Yeah, with, um, yeah. Because, I mean, then again, we never really know what happened to her either. Hmm? She's CIA. Yeah, but... She's working with, um, not doesn't, Thaddeus. Doesn't she, doesn't she, like, also get a role? In um, Marvel comic something, something. In the comics, Sharon Carter is Agent 13. Mm-hmm. She is um, one of the non-powered agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. Who are high level, like um, Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. Because mm-hmm. there are several Spider-Women who are active. Of insane, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of them, there's, there's far too many, honestly. Uh, but yeah, that's her main. I mean, the one thing that does is you know about Marvel Future Fight the Game, right? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. There's an original character there whose name is Sharon Rogers, okay, <laughs> blonde haired, blue eyed, looks exactly like her dad. Mm-hmm. But with her mom's cheekbones. Okay. So is she canon now? Is what I'm thinking. Is she though? Is Marvel Marvel Future Fight actual canon? Who knows? It's up in the air. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but let's talk about Endgame. Like, okay, if we've established that it it's made us an emotional wreck. That there is also time travel involved, thanks to Scott Lang being trapped in uh, the quantum universe for all of five hours uh, to him him, thanks to a uh, 
And the only reason he got out of it was uh, thanks to a rat. Accidentally crawling on it. But what if it wasn't a rat? Who knows? What if it was Loki? Who freaking knows? I wish. I just love the Ken Jong cameo. Yeah, okay? that don't, was fine. Don't, don't at me. I love the... I he love, had no speaking lines, right? He had no speaking lines, but he was there. He was there. Uh, I love the community uh, cameos, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, you have... Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, who was in... Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. He is the shocker. Mm. I know, not the shocker. Uh, what about the, the... Yeah, the, the, the dealer with... Yeah, the civilian that guy. identity of the Prowler. Um, there's also Abed. Uh, he was in... Where was he in? Was he in Iron Man? He was. He was military. Um, yeah. He was. No, he was in Avengers. No, or. He wasn't in Avengers. No. Um. It was one of those. (laughs) He was part of um, the military. I think he was a private, and they had to go into a room, and Abed was there. So it's either Captain Danny, America yeah, or, or probably Captain America yeah. or Iron Man, but probably Captain America. I feel like it's Avengers. I feel like no, maybe it was. I don't know. Or it was. Or it was Iron Man. Or it was Iron Man. Hold on. Let me fact check. No, but do you remember who was who was in Iron Man? Who? Lyndon Ashby. Oh yeah, he was, and um. The Dean. The Dean in Community was also in yeah. Iron Man. I think Iron Man 2 or 3. Uh, the guy who, um, when Tony gave out the, like, the, 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 the scholarships to everybody in that school. And yeah, I think that was 3. Okay, here we go. Community cast in. Marvel movies because there's a lot. I mean, they had cameos. So, uh, there you go. Oh, let me get this. All right, there you go. Danny Pudi, who was Abed. Oh, yeah, he was in Winter Soldier. There you go. He was a shield agent, not a military. Technically, military. So, whatever, yeah. So, he was um, a shield employee who lets Cap in one of the mission rooms, communication rooms, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-mm-mm. We already know about um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Childish Gambino being yeah. Miles Davis. Sorry. Uh, Childish Gambino was in... Um, he was in Homecoming. Homecoming. Uh, Jim Rash, the Dean in Community, mm-hmm. uh, he was in, um, yeah, Iron Man, I think. So who else is missing? Um, Ted Danson? Oh, uh, Brie Larson mm-hmm. was in Community. Uh, she was, uh, 
She was. She's a level the, four vegan now. She, uh, Brie Larson was in Community, and she was Abed's crush. I think. I re- I think I remember. Huh. Yeah. yeah, for some time. Uh, but now she's uh, but now she's Captain Marvel. With the true iconic haircut. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I love that new haircut in uh, Endgame. It looked much I'm better. I'm really glad her. that she didn't have the helmet that was carrying that mm-hmm. haircut. Because <laughs> that haircut was everything. Yeah. Uh, who's who's? Is it so bad that I was okay with the fact that Rocket wasn't Australian? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. Vin Diesel as all three forms of crew. Uh, yeah, that was that was <laughs> unexpected actually. That was unexpected. Yeah. But who knew that Dave Batista had the comedic chops? I loved right? it! Dave Batista right? as uh, as Drax. That's probably my favorite character in Guardians. Yeah. Ever. Of all time. <laughs> Drax. Drax is kind of amazing. And you have to love like some of the more classic, some of the other actors that they bring into these, like Jeff Goldblum, um... Benicio del Toro. Uh, what am I forgetting? Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins as Loki, pretending to be Odin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. I missed one. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown uh-huh. was in Endgame. She was also in Community. Mm-hmm. She was Shirley in Community, and she was that that lady in the elevator with. Tony and oh yeah, Steve. yeah. Right. Oh, that was her. That was her. Right. So we had not one but two community cameos in Endgame. In Endgame. Yeah, but there were a lot of them spread out across the twenty-two films. Wow. Which is kind of you know amazing. A mm-hmm. Tiny little Easter eggs. I I I'm very glad that they stopped kind of changing directors for the bigger films. Yeah. Like after a while, it seemed to make sense that the Russos would be, that the Russo brothers would take the lead on the bigger films. Like mm-hmm. after the rave reviews for for like um, the Winter Soldier, everyone was. I I get I get the feeling that everybody was in a room and they were just like, you know what? You know what? This is yours. <laughs> you know what? Here, take it. It's yours. Yeah. Uh I'm also kind of glad that John Watts, who directed uh, Homecoming, is back in the chair for Far From Home. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad that Taika Waititi won't be directing any other movies oh, for the MCU yet. But I loved... He was the one who directed Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I which love- finally gave us a Thor movie beyond the first one that was really worth caring about. I love Ragnarok. It was... I love every single freaking moment of it. I feel like Thor Ragnarok was the way they should have done this because, you know, what you've got... What do you mean this? Done, done what? The Thor series of films. Oh, yeah. It should have been this irreverent, stupid, right? Because, I mean, come on, look at Chris Hemsworth as Thor. He's like this big Labrador retriever. His, his sister and his brother are both theater jocks. Uh, theater <laughs> goths. Yeah. But... I, I, I don't know. Compared to the first two Thor movies, Thor Ragnarok was 
the Thor movie that I enjoyed the most. Would you consider it your definitive Thor movie though? Probably. Because it did away with the whole romance aspect. Yeah, I mean, it was a very enjoyable movie. I don't know why a lot of people didn't like it very much. Really? Yeah, I heard it differently. Because, I mean, when it came out, all I heard was that it was such a bad movie. I mean, I, maybe in my circle. But you circles, and I both agreed that it was It was a amazing. It, I enjoyed well, Okay, not amazing. I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok a lot. So judge yeah. me, whatever. I don't care. Neither I one. loved it. Brilliant. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again and again. Just, you know, don't give me... Um, the starting scene of Infinity War right after because that will break my heart. Right. Oh God. <gasps> yeah. In I don't know. Uh, you want to know what happened to me after like hmm. Infinity War? Yeah. I kind of plopped into a chair and just sat there for the next twenty minutes. Because I could not process what just happened. Yeah, it's I also can... a testament to Tom Holland's acting, though. Oh because God! That whole, yeah, that whole his final part scene was that was improvised, and I was yeah. like, <sighs> I wow. Yeah, no, you know what? When he came back, when he came back, and, I don't. I, and that 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 tone, that that that. But hey, I'm here. Yeah, here, the, 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 the Iron Man Spidey hug, that was so... I kind of want a movie with just the oh, Iron Kids. Was so painful? I mean, I, I mean, just, just... Tony grabbing that photo frame of him and Peter Even in the kitchen. Even though that might have been staged. I mean, that was just... That was, that was like, heartbreak. Are you willing, like... Okay, at this point, we know Tony Stark. We know that he does have a heart. He's a bit of a tsundere. Yeah. What are the odds that Peter actually had his own lab in one of the Stark Industries facilities in New York? I wouldn't put it past Tony to give right? him. Right? I mean, he gave, kind of he gave the garage kid his own Harley. kind of... Yeah, him. <laughs> he gave that kid like his own First name garage. Harley, last name Keener. His own um, garage. His own car before he was sixteen. <laughs> before he was, you know, I. Yeah, when when the funeral scene was Full up. spoilers. I, Sorry. We already warned people about spoilers. Well, at this point, it's like, yeah, but just like, to make sure. When it was panning to all the Marvel characters that uh -huh. have appeared yeah. and. It was this tall, like who's this tall, lanky kid just before Murray Hill? It was like, who is this kid? Why is he here? Why and is he I didn't, familiar? He didn't even. I didn't. He didn't. I wasn't. Mm, I didn't even recognize him until I looked at the credits and figured out that holy shit, that was the kid from Iron Man Three. He grew up. <laughs> he's taller than Peter. He grew the fuck up, which probably means he survived the snap. Yeah. <laughs> he survived the snap five years, so he's probably the same age as Peter. Yeah, or older. Who knows? At this point, yeah. I'm just, I'm, 
I'm still kind of, I, I still get a whole lot emotional. My sister put it very succinctly mm-hmm. that the sequence where um, Thanos has the gauntlet, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange freezes. And he puts out that one, one fi- finger. Yeah. And Tony dives in, goes after the Infinity Stones, and it's this, oh yeah, oh no moment. Mm-hmm. Because you know that his armor is nanotech, the gauntlet is nanotech, mm-hmm. which means that he could just make the... Make whatever, yeah. It was his creation after yeah. all. He could just pull the stones from that gauntlet mm-hmm. onto his. Well, there was no indication that he could. Until, right until after Thanos snaps his fingers and nothing happens. There was no indication. But then you realize that, oh, right, Tony was the one who made the gauntlet. That gauntlet, yeah. And it's his nanotech. It's bleeding edge nanotech. Mm. So it's like... So that, and then it makes sense that, oh, shit, yeah, that was probably a backup safety thing. And he probably knew... Was it? I feel like it was on the fly. I always felt like I, it was on no, the fly. No, I, I, I feel that he knew that it really was going to be up to him in the end. Even when they were fighting over who was going to snap first before, um, before the Hulk took it. Doc Green. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a cute um, <laughs> character development that I did not actually expect that was it's, fun though that it's, was fun it's, it's i liked it it's great to see bruce banner and the hulk completely together together yeah but it also shows you how big a dork i know bruce banner in, actually in, in, is in, 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 in the <laughs> in the time travel scene when they go back to new york and <laughs> half-heartedly destroying things Rawr. half-heartedly taking off his shirt yeah <laughs> like I guess I it's a should. Excessive. And he's like embarrassed that his. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh what shit! The that was me. Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> that was cute. Oh, did that was you also really... notice that they were less like you know how normally they only have one swear word per movie? They do. I didn't. They didn't. I don't. Like throughout most of the MCU, they have one major swear word and a bunch of smaller ones. I had never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, take this for example. You never hear any swearing. You would think that as a boy from Queens, Spidey would swear a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And even, but it's also out of character for him because he's a good boy. <laughs> they they saved the one what the fuck for the very end. Where? What? Of what? Homecoming. Oh. When May sees him taking off his Spider-Man suit. Oh, right. It yeah. cuts right before the fuck, but... Yeah. And then in Endgame, you're like... Let's get this son of a bitch. Yeah. And then there's a lot of shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm someone lifted the ban, I think, for this final movie. Maybe. Because this but I don't. I don't know. I never noticed that kind of thing. I mean, I never noticed. I remember. I, I, I think it, I think it was a trivia thing. Maybe. Maybe. I remember, maybe. I remember it was a bit of trivia that stuck to me for some reason. Like random, random facts. Yeah. And then you got like Doc Green, and he's like, and that so, was really cute, by the way. I um... I have I have a bit of a, I have a thing here, like okay, so 
before before the events of Thor Ragnarok, the last time we see Hulk is when he's running away from yeah, you know, from I don't, Black Widow. I don't know how he got to space. Did, did they ever they, they said something about it in Ragnarok. I don't mm, like he, I should, yeah. he went into, like it suddenly went into the upper atmosphere and he got sucked into one of the space the, gates. The thingies that yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um I always did like I always did enjoy the whole um Hulk is helpless because Snap is actually really into him and flirting with him. And I, did they like in those last five years? Did they ever re- did they ever pick up where they left off? I don't. I don't think Nat was flirting. I, I I think she just genuinely cared about Bruce and the Hulk. There was a lot of there was that whole thing in Age of Ultron. I, I don't know. I think it was just a misunderstanding to me. Fair. Or you know. But I was I was one of those people who like. Um, I'm I like the pairing of mm-hmm. um, Nat and Bruce, mm-hmm. even though I know that canonically Bruce is with um, someone else. Betty. Someone else. Betsy. Yeah, Betsy <laughs> Ross. Wait, no. I don't I don't know. But I, anyway. I don't I don't keep up with comics. I'm like my brain is just <laughs> frazzled at this point because Because there's like a lot of characters involved. But. All, all, I, all I know is that his ex-wife became Red She-Hulk in the comics. Mm. His ex-father-in-law is the Red Hulk. Oh. Huh. Yeah. And that's like whoa. It's weird. But uh, going back to Endgame, I re- I love, I actually like the pacing of this, and I'm yeah I'm okay with what happened. My emotions are not okay with what happened. Like, <laughs> My emotions are still in turmoil. Um, I don't know. I think it's good closure for everything. Um, with what happened in Vormir with what happened with uh, Tony, uh, especially with Cap. I think that was a very good ending for him. And um, even even not, even the passing of the baton yeah. kind of made sense. Yeah. Even though I kind of still wish to see Bucky as Cap. You thought you also I, thought. I kind of thought that it was gonna be Bucky, but then Sam made sense. At this point in time. I, I'm glad that you think like that because a lot of people don't think that Sam makes sense. I don't. I don't know. It made sense to me. It made sense. To it, me. It's it's the same way that be that um, I've actually unfriended people over the A4 scene. I love. Oh my god, I love that scene. <coughs> yeah, she choked up over that. Yeah. I love that scene when Peter was hugging the the uh, the gauntlet, and then Captain Marvel comes over and give me that. And, and then like, hi, 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 I'm Peter Parker. And he's like, hey, Peter Parker. Ah! I love that scene. And then he 
he's like, oh, who's gonna protect you from all of that? The, 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 and then all the the ladies of Marvel. Like, Valkyrie just, is the first one who lands in uh, and, All and the ladies of Marvel just, is there. Just and like, Speaking of Scarlet Witch, ma'am. Girl, ma'am. You, oh my god, when she just came in and started whacking Thanos, I was she like, yes, girl revenge. Like, did you see the you, way she was wailing on him? I know, she, you took everything from me. And then started wailing on him. That was good. Did you see that? I that felt, was... I, I loved it. It was cathartic. Like this I was the ass it, whooping yeah. that Thanos really deserved. Yeah, I I liked like, it. Not I, even. I mean, that was the final battle I was expecting, and I mean, you know, the the whole. She kicked the crap out of him. <laughs> like she really kicked the yeah. crap out of him. She crushed the armor straight off of him. Mhm. That was the the fight that I was expecting. And I not was half like, expecting the vision to come out of nowhere. I wasn't. Let's talk about that first scene with um, Thanos. I didn't expect that. You didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't expect them coming to him right after. But it made sense it that. Made sense. It made sense that that Thanos would use the stones to destroy the stones because his job's done. Yes, and also like, like he did what he had to do, and you know what else is it? Uh, what else is he gonna lose? He's already lost. There are several reactions to that scene. Yeah, I know someone who laughed at that scene. Well, I know there were people who laughed at the terribly grim humor that came after that yes but at the same time it's like holy shit what the crap kind of scene was that i don't know it felt so anticlimactic at the start of the movie yeah but then at the same time you get thor saying i went for the head that part was morbidly funny that was morbidly funny yes but at the same time at the same time you're like i mean Watching that scene kind of also hurt because you really do see that he regretted whatever he did to uh, Nebula. Fair, but you had to, but he had to get to that point before yeah. he figured yeah. out. Oops, I was a bad dad. Yeah. <laughs> like he couldn't have seen that before he started modifying the living daylights out of her. Exactly. I mean. You know, Thanos as a character, you could argue whatever you could we could argue with everybody till the ends of the year. Yes. But that particularly scene felt really I don't know, it felt a bit too heavy. Oh yeah. Even even with the morbid humor. Even with the morbid humor, I was like, holy Wow. Like I was just Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, what do we do now? Exactly. That was, I think, after that, what the fuck now? And then you, you get you, the you, you five know, years you, later. You know, cut. You're, you know, you're like mm. shocked into silence by mm. everything that he says and then the suddenness of... Of, you know, the you beheading. Know. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty heavy. heavy. Like, I mean, the entire... I'm glad we agree yeah. On. The entire film was a mix of heavy and 
lighthearted and serious and I have to say they balanced action. it. I think it was a yeah, I think it was a pretty good balance. That's why my emotions are still all over the place. Like because when it when when it hits you hard, when that ending hits you, it really hits you. It hits you hard. And you you just know that all those emotions are real. It's the end of an era. And you have to commend the actors. Mm. Like it's rare for a superhero movie to be considered for an Oscar, mm. or for acting in a superhero movie to be con- to be considered for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit that they gave everything yeah. that they had into their performances for this film. Mm-hmm. If they don't get an Oscar, I don't know what I'll do. I'm, I'm okay with them not getting an Oscar <laughs> because there are other less yeah, stringent. Yeah, I I guess, but you know, like. With the emotional trauma that they gave us, I'm pretty sure they deserve an Oscar. You know, I've always <laughs> thought of the Wakandan war cry. Oh, to be that was something like ever since I first heard it in the Black Panther film, I was like, you know, it was always that one mm. thing that gave me. It always made my heart go mm-hmm. boom. You hear it once, it, you hear it in the Black Panther film, you hear it again in Infinity War. But the scale of it in Endgame, the scale of it in Endgame is like glorious. It it was, yeah. You see as as T'Challa and Mbaku start Yeah, they're chat no but portals open, sorcerers come pouring but... through. <laughs> and what was that? You you did see that part, right? Which part? Asgard. Um, I didn't think it was. Yeah, I think it, it was. Looked like it looked like Asgard, Asgard right? yeah. Or new Asgard. It, it was definitely Maybe. not Asgard on Earth. Mm. But that begs the question: if that Asgard was brought back, Hell is probably the way through. Yeah. Or Loki. unless Hela and Surtur destroyed each other. Loki. Loki. That's a possibility, Loki. actually. Loki. Sorry. I'm I'm still rooting for the Loki. And you saw <laughs> you saw the other the other Ravager ships that yeah came there there the were Ravagers the yeah. Nova Corps <laughs> what was mm. left of them came from yeah. Portals. Yeah, that was actually fun to see. Like every character. The scale of this fight. Yeah, and and they were just fighting in this small <laughs> area of America where the Avengers base uh, was. Likely Westchester. Yeah. Wherever that is. New York. Wherever that is. <laughs> Some fictional place uh, in <laughs> fictional MCU. Yeah. This, this stupid, <laughs> there was this one stupid line that I get from yeah? like Wong. This one exchange between Wong and yeah, Doctor Strange. Is this everyone? You wanted more? You wanted more. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was, that was The sorcerers really got yes. to flex their muscles this time around. Yeah. Did you see those shields? Yes. Like I how did. layered those shields were? Yep. I did love the scene with um, Tilda Swinton and um, Matt Ruffalo. You know, I freaked out the first time I saw that one. Same. I was, I was like, like oh, oh shit. shit. I was like, that was, that was really good. And that was a very good explanation of time travel. Also. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. It's always great when Tilda. I I love, I love it because 
it gives you so much more insight on why the Sorcerer Supreme was the Sorcerer Supreme in the Doctor Strange yeah. movie and why yeah. you know why she just was so willing to let everything go for Stephen Strange because she because she, she said it right yeah he's Steve, meant to be the best of us he, yeah he's meant to be the best of us and if he did what he did then the the question there was always this one question for me though mm-hmm. like when she said either he made a mistake or, or I, I did. did I feel like I feel like the mistake that she made was that she didn't explain yeah like the she was or she didn't yeah. have enough time to explain what the time stone was mm. or I, or I like there wasn't a lot of time to explain to Stephen about the whole thing. Yeah, because you remember in mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, she does say that she doesn't see, like she's looked into her future mm-hmm. and she doesn't see beyond this conversation. Mm-hmm. And that she still had so much more to teach him. Yeah. And I do feel like that was a co- that yeah. that line from Endgame was a callback to that situation. Same. I I felt that when she when it that scene was yeah she was talking about that scene in Doctor Strange in the hospital where they talk and then she just goes let's talk about that um Stan Lee cameo oh man this is his second to last yeah they filmed that and before the homecom- and yeah. far from home before he passed before he passed god rest his soul thank you Stanley for everything how he and Ditko both passed before Endgame yeah they did holy shit I mean Thanos' creator is still around but still but you know a lot of the old guard of Marvel has mm-hmm. passed on uh, Kirby mm-hmm. um, Ditko yeah Stanley Stanley you're, there was this one scene in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh-huh. Stanley's cameo there basically confirmed a theory that I'd had for a while mm-hmm. that every Stanley was the same Stanley. Yeah. He's telling the watchers the story, the stories of every um. film. He's a watcher. He might not be Watu the Watcher, mm. but he's a watcher. How does that explain his cameo in the Captain Marvel movie? Fair. <laughs> that doesn't explain shit. Cause he was reading the script of his own. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so many feelings. What was your favorite part? You're really gonna ask me that question? Yeah. There? There's too many. No. Um. One. One of my favorite parts is. Fat Thor. Yes. And and Taika Waititi sitting in one of his own outfits, but as Korg playing yeah, that Fortnite. Was, oh, that was the I'm cutest like, Korg in that. Oh. One, I'm glad the bug is alive because we thought he was dead at the end yeah. of Ragnarok. Turns out he's alive, so that's great. And he likes pizza. <laughs> but... I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that... I like that scene because it showed you, finally... Mm-mm. A like, Thor adrift. Mm, like which he had no direction after after killing Thanos. There was really nothing left for him to do. And then after that, he gets to talk to his mother one last time. That was very emotional for me. I was like, I was 
more than more than the ancient one cameo, I was not expecting one last glimpse at Renee Russell. Mm. Because I feel like she was always the one character in the Thor series of movies who was wasted because he was always looking at Odin. Mm. Mm. And yet the what you know that in mythology Frigga is one of the wisest gods. And now we know why. Why now we know why? Eat your salad. <laughs> he eat a salad. <laughs> like it's so mom. It's, it's, it's such a, a mom, mom thing to do. And say yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, made, it made the context of Thor: The Dark World all that more sad for me. Yeah. Like I yeah. was crying when. <sighs> so many emotions. It's, so many it's hard not. It's hard to it's talk hard, about yeah. this movie and not. And not tear up feel mm-hmm. because another favorite scene is when the it starts raining fire and everybody starts diving for everybody mm-hmm. um rocket dives for Groot yeah who's practically his son mm-hmm. mantis dives on on Drax mm-hmm. and they're like all trying to protect each other each because other. they just got each other back and I'm like and then, and then the cannons point, point, toward, up. point up and While like, Rocket is still screaming. <laughs> that scene was amazing. You know, I have expected a helicarrier to come down alongside yeah, her. With the, yeah. I have expected that that would be the scene that not only brought back... Fury? Um, yeah, Fury and Hill and Captain Marvel, I half expected that to be the scene that they show us the ones who had supposedly died. Mm. Like on that carrier is Heimdall, Loki, mm. Quicksilver, and Vision. That's too much to ask for. I, I know, it was too much to ask for, but you know... <laughs> too much to ask for, but... I think I think if that had happened, I think everybody's minds would have just exploded out of their... Yeah, their, yeah. I think, I think at that point, we would have been like this one woman in Hong Kong who had to be hospitalized for all the crying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Vis-a-vis another person, also in Hong Kong, who yelled out spoilers and promptly got bloody. Uh, yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> but. but yeah, that was one scene. Captain Marvel's re-entry into the fight was great. And I, I, mean, like, I love that. I really love that fight. I like that they provided context for her absence mm. throughout the entire yeah. Infinity Saga. Yeah. Like there are a lot of planets out there, and none, and some of them don't have you. Mm. Yeah. You know, uh, as much as it is the Age of Heroes, as much as the Shi'ar probably exist in this, you know, the Skrulls definitely exist in this. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, here the Skrulls are not an empire; they're refugees. Yes. And that kind of drove me nuts. Also, the fact that Marvel is female. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against it. This, but that makes me question, like, so did she bump into a Skrull prince or princess and she bore their kid? Who knows? But I'm like, is pretty... Is out there somewhere? I'm pretty sure we're getting secret wars. Soon, At this point, it's like there it's are two storylines we can have. There are two major. It's pretty. I think everybody's gonna expect Secret Wars okay, three. soon. There are three movies that can happen mm-hmm. out of this. 
A force. Mm. Really want that. You really want that. I mean, come on. Like, look at that. I Who mean, wouldn't want it? Right? It's Misogynists, a... they wouldn't want it. Uh, fuck them. Um, Secret Wars. That's a real possibility. Mm. Or Avengers vs. X-Men. That could also happen, but I think it's gonna be up in the air until um, Disney starts tr- uh, Disney starts churning out X Men movies. Because I really feel though that we are due a proper civil war, <laughs> like proper as in what? battle lines are drawn. Yeah, like, like more extreme battle mm-hmm. lines are drawn. Yeah, like uh, you know, assassinated Captain America. Oh, can we not do that, please? That's gonna—that's the one that will really hurt. Yeah, especially considering that the Captain America right now is—I um, don't know. I don't want. I don't want to think about it. I'm sorry. You're, Mickey's looking at me like I'm insane, crazy, or I'm about to murder why, him. Why do, you, why do you know the most gut-wrenching storylines and not the rest of it? <laughs> I don't why are you know. Trying to actively hurt me? <laughs> I don't know. Those are the things that I know. I mean, it's and great, but also, please. No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, those are your murder eyes. No, these are my tear red eyes. Oh, he's, uh, I made Biggie cry. Ah. Um, I just, I don't sorry. think I can take any more deaths. It's part of the comic book um, life cycle. If, if you're is. a comic book hero, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna have a comic book death that's gonna you know There is one film that punch. doesn't slop into the continuity Which? because it's animated. Um, but it's still worth watching because it mm. gives you a it's view much. of the wider cinematic universe for Marvel. Um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh, I actually don't think I counted that as But it's not counted, it really isn't. It's not counted because one, it's animated. Two, it's Sony. Three, not one of the Spider-Man that we know of mm, or is, there. is seen there. But it could be. I like the it. Spider-Verse in the comics was always this big crossover of so many versions of Spider-Man, yeah. including the 1970s Japanese. Yeah. I am the emissary of hell, Spider-Man. <laughs> that was a cute. Uh, I like that movie, but yeah, I don't think it's MCU. It isn't. It's Sony. The same way that Venom isn't. Yeah. But we'll talk about Venom at a later date. Because I have thoughts. <laughs> so do I. I liked it. Anyway. Um, God. I really want to watch it the second time. I, you, you've watched it twice. You're fine. Yes, but to... the only reason I don't want to watch it anymore is because I end up an emotional wreck regardless of how many times I've seen it. I watched Infinity War again in preparation for this. No. <laughs> I didn't watch, I don't think I watched anything in preparation for this. I just caught up with um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, because that was the last Because that was the last, yeah. And I saw Captain Marvel in the cinemas mm-hmm. and then that was it for me. And now we're at the epilogue. Yeah. Phase 3 ends Sorry. with... Or rather, the Infinity Saga is bookended by... Um, the funeral, I mean... Um, <clears throat> sorry, you were saying? <laughs> by Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. in which it looks like S.H.I.E.L.D. is active again. No! Is that... like? I, I haven't seen a lot of information about... Well, in the trailer, you see that Fury is the one who contacts Peter. Mm. 
Oh, there's a trailer now? There's I, no trailer for a while. I didn't know. There's two. Okay, I will go look for those trailers. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's I fine. I don't they think I've of, seen it yet. They kind of dropped on the download. Uh-huh. Like, they literally dropped on Instagram. Oh, okay. I'll look for that. There was this whole clip of, like... I remember when they revealed the title of how whoops Tom Holland isn't supposed to be revealing this but that was a total setup because they're leaning into the whole small bean tries to spoil things by accident without yeah, really yeah, needing yeah. to but actually now it's Disney doing the spoiling for him but yeah Far From Home is in June this year? yes it's oh a, wow whoa uh, that's near it's, yeah. it's already May yeah it's wait let me double well yeah it's the last film yeah in, sorry july is, okay this is phase four and the phase three this is just phase three and we have to wait until sdcc probably for more or d23 wow it's either the disney con or the comic con wow i can't wait for either i can't wait for both i'm excited to see what happens next well and what happens next is actually agents of shield but it, the series? Mm. Oh, well, they kind of dropped the ball on that, right? Tiny bit. Yeah, and all the Marvel series is, 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 is on Netflix. We'll talk about we'll that, talk about that uh, sometime else. Uh, for now, uh, let's end this discussion about Endgame. Yeah, with... because I'm emotionally compromised. <laughs> and I need to pee. Are you sure you want to keep that? Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of pee, uh, you might want to pee before the movie starts because it's really a three-hour movie. Yeah, some of you might not feel it, others might. Yeah, I didn't so, feel it at the time and I was drinking soda and yeah, I... It wasn't until yeah. 20 minutes after the film, like midway through the credits, yeah. I was like, oh god. Yeah, but, I only felt the need to pee like after... After the movie. But yeah, you will need to be somewhat hydrated because mm. it is going to tear the feels out of you. Yeah. So, um, be prepared. Or, you know, if you're okay with peeing in a jar. Uh, Somebody did that. <laughs> I know, I saw posts with, with water bottles filled, filled with dubiously dubiously yellow liquid in them. Good job. <laughs> I mean, nobody at least saw nobody you noticed. <laughs> it was probably a dude. Yeah, probably a dude. Probably a dude. Likely a dude. Because I don't know dude. how. I don't know how a girl could pee in a. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're sorry, not sorry about all the spoilers in this episode, but thanks for sticking around with us. Thank you for. And um, I guess thank you Disney, thank you Marvel for all you know for all the emotions that you ripped out of our chests. Yeah. And I cried like half the movie. Yeah, like, you, you most can't. of the movie. I, I, I blame you. I, I feel like it was your entire row that was whimpering. It was the entire back row that I was, like, was I heard sobbing a and whimpering. Loud sob, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the back. We were a chorus of sobs. Anyway, thank you. This has been Sodium Exposure. I'm Rika. And I'm Miggy, and we're emotionally compromised. And this has been Sodium Exposure. You were warned by spoilers. Don't come crying to us, screaming spoilers and ripping our heads off. We warned you. The title is the warning. Yeah. Anyway, see you next time. Bye.
episode of the Sodium Exposure Podcast features music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. The Sodium Exposure Podcast is hosted by Rika Shawson and Nikki Castaneda and edited by Rika Shawson. Thank you for listening to the Sodium Exposure Podcast. Check us out at anchor.fm slash sodium exposure and follow us at Sodium Exposure on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to get updates. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast app. If you want to support us further, you can become a patron via our Patreon at patreon.com slash sodium exposure. Until next time, bye!